Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. the world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck oh, of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. We are back after a kind of much-needed break last week. I don't know why. It's not like I had anything going on. I just, well, I wasn't in the mood. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, we kind of reached a point where we're just like, there's nothing new to talk about. Like, we've kind of like plumbed the depths of Netflix and Hulu and whatever else, mm-hmm. and listen to your heart is garbage, and... <laughs> I, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. I just have nothing cool to share. Nope. So me, either. we hadn't gotten to like, you know, any of like the good episodes of Beverly Hills or New York or anything nope. like that. So it's just kind of like, ah, let's just take a week off and reconvene and yes. have something to talk about. So what have you guys been up to the last uh, couple of weeks? Uh, <laughs> more of the, the same, same. <laughs> literally nothing. I'm trying to think if we've did, done anything semi-exciting and the answer is, your nursery is no. all done no i mean it's it's as done i think as it's going to be we've hung stuff on the walls that's hey, that's, that's nice way better than me <laughs> we have a big project of putting together our pack and play here in the next Ooh. week and that's apparently a daunting task of is what i've been told so it's probably like putting together a tent don't you think i don't know but my uh my the only reason i say that is because my mom got her, my parents next door neighbors have like, I think it's like a two or three year old now. And so they had a pack and play that they weren't using anymore. And so they were going to give to us, but luckily we got gifted. We got gifted like a, a new pack and play. So we have this like old one that can be for use. My parents were going to use it, but then they actually still have an old crib from us. And so they're like, okay, well maybe my mother-in-law can use it. So my mother-in-law is going to take it anyways, oh, nice. throughout this whole process, my parents, tried to put that one together because it was not put together that my their neighbor gave to them and they said it was awful and like my parents are relatively handy and like especially my dad and not I mean they did it but it just took they said it took, took for, forever for fucking ever I was like oh, oh okay and this <laughs> good to and know <laughs> came in this like tiny not a tiny box but it's like I don't know how all of the parts are crammed into this box and I'm really afraid to open it because I'm afraid it's just gonna like spring out and there's going to be a million pieces it's like um, one of those life rafts that just like explodes out of the box <laughs> yeah but we need to do it because that's what we're using as our bassinet and our bedroom and I'm like I'm 32 weeks today not that I plan on this kid popping out right this second but you never know what the hell could happen and I need that set up so and we want our animals to get used to it in our bedroom so uh-huh. that's <laughs> we, smart yeah so. I need did I send you this I don't know what 32 why 32 weeks made me think of this but it made me think of um, did you ever watch like a Real Houses of, of Atlanta when Phaedra was pregnant mm. and like she couldn't? No, I'm gonna send you the scene because it, it was unbelievable. So like, first of all, she ne- she kept lying about like how far along she was 
because I think she and her baby daddy like must have gotten knocked up before they got married. Okay. (laughs) And she's sitting there talking to all the ladies at this lunch. It's like Mimi and Candy. And it's like, you know, all these ladies have obviously like had kids and like kind of gone through the whole process and know how it works. Yeah. And (laughs) so so like, well, how, you know, how far along? How much time you got left? And they're like, and she's like, well, I don't know, like five, six, seven months. But I'm telling you what, this, this baby's about to bust up out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what? And she's talking about how she's going to like deliver at like 32 weeks. Oh, Okay. I, I had Austin watch. I was like, listen to this shit. Can you believe this? So, I couldn't even handle it. And so she's like, yeah, but I need like all the advice that you can get. And Nene goes, you leave that baby in there until he's done growing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to send that to you because I was just in Please tears. Do. I just cannot imagine sitting there with like somebody that I would consider a girlfriend who's sitting there with a straight face being like, Oh, I don't know how long, how far along I am, but I'm going to have this kid at 32 weeks. I'd be like, you're, no. on, you're on drugs. No, like, no. <laughs> that's not how that works. It's Unless not. there's some like huge issue yeah. with your pregnancy. Right. Nobody delivers at 32 weeks. No. Like, oh my God. He was talking about being like induced at 32 weeks. I'm like, like no doctor would mm-hmm. do that. So no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, anyway, oh I don't mean, I didn't mean to hijack that whole no, conversation. That's, that just made me think of that. That's great. Oh my God. <laughs> Hopefully um, some of our listeners will have no, known what that scene is, but oh my gosh. So uh, what about y'all? What have you, have you done anything? So kind of, we got, we got our crumb molding put in on Monday, oh, yeah. which I was so excited about because like, I've been waiting for this to happen so we can get our carpet done. So then we can do our nursery. Yeah. So I was just like, yay, things are set in motion. And then we get it done and like, it looks great. But like when I, uh, when I had him out for the quote, he made it sound like, you know, I didn't have to paint them. Hmm. So we got them and they're like primed and they're white yeah. But like, really, you probably should paint them to like cover up like some of like the little yeah. um, marks on it. And I'm just kind of like at a point where I'm like, <laughs> I don't have it in me to paint all this you. crap. <laughs> like, I just can't. Like, I, I had planned on painting the walls. Like, we have to go back and like kind of touch up some of the areas on the walls. But that's not going to take that long. I don't, I, I can't go and paint all of all this trim. Like, I just. Well. Not I'm to done. mention, I don't think you need to be up on a ladder. Right Not now. really. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, well, Austin's like, no, I'll do it. And then we finally just talked today. I was like, do we have to do it? Like, I think yeah. it looks fine. I don't think anybody's going to be able to tell. I think, yeah. Like, no, I guess not. Y'all will like, probably okay. be the only people that notice because yeah. we were talking I mean, about too like in our room. And I'm like, it's looking really well. And like, I saw there's like a minor chip that we have on our, um, on the dresser and I'm like nobody's gonna and I'm like holy shit and it's like nobody's gonna notice that nobody's really gonna even be in the fucking nobody's room gonna be in the nursery except for you guys and maybe like your parents or yeah. or you know your mother-in-law but. exactly and I don't think ev- someone's gonna go around and nitpick every little thing and yeah. so if I were to walk into that room I guarantee you I would not notice anything on your crown right. building so <sighs> yeah so that's kind of how I'm looking at it I'm yeah. like not everything has to be perfect like yeah it just might be better for everyone's sanity to just kind of leave well enough alone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we still have to paint the walls a little bit. And then once we are done with that, then we can get the carpet in 
And then I can set the crib up and get all the other stuff put together. So, I mean, like I have clothes and stuff and I've already washed some of the clothes and put it in the dresser. So it's like some stuff is starting to come together, but yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just, I don't know why I'm not like stressing about it. Cause kind of like you guys, like we're playing on him sleeping in our room in a bassinet for the first six months. So, yeah. but I also know it's a lot easier to do all the stuff now than it will be with a small child. So yes gotta get it done i know done. so y'all have so. the the crib and stuff it's just not put together okay well, we have it yeah okay. but we we cleaned out our garage on saturday and it's like a new garage like we love Aww. it it's got so much more space i'm so happy Good. So, huge success huge do you guys huge both success. park your cars in there or do you have like just no? me okay. but like austin has this workbench that one of his friends gave him that's like a woodworking thing. It's got like a, a little like circular saw on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have bikes in there. And so, I mean, it's just, you know, stuff that kind yeah. of like started accumulating. So like what we, what we did that was like the big, I think game changer was like, we, we screwed in like a, a big, like two by four to the wall and put clips on it to hang all of like our garden tools yeah. from like the long, like, you know, like the hose and the mm-hmm. rakes and that kind of thing. And, so we got those off the ground and I don't know. It just, it looks so looks much better. better. No, for <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. We did that happy. not long after we moved it. Cause it just is a, we don't have a very big garage from what I remember. If y'all, y'all have a bigger garage than we do. And Are we, you bo- kidding and me? We, My garage is small. Ours is, is tiny. I mean, we, and we both park in there too. And it's wow. like, there's, we have like a side space a little bit where we can have like the lawnmower and like a little shelf with like stuff on it, but it's, not very much space and if wow. it gets junked out I mean you can't maneuver around yeah that's like how <laughs> so, ours was it's like you had to like walk sideways between your car and like yeah. whatever else crap was there so yeah. so I don't anyway but that's yeah having a clean space is amazing oh, so um but yeah other than sitting around haven't been doing anything go to the doctor again tomorrow and then my work office is supposed to be opening not next week but the week after that which is, I mean, oh things in gosh. Texas are, I guess we're just opening up everything. So, yeah. So <laughs> um, are you, are you going in or is that going to be like maternity uh, leave for you or what no, are you going to do? I don't know. Um, there's still like our partners at my work are still kind of trying to decide who, cause they're not going to make it of like, everybody's going into the office all at once every single day. It's like, they're coming up with a like staggered like a schedule or something schedule mm-hmm. type plan. Um, but I, I honestly, we haven't had a separate conversation about me. I could see me not going in, but I'm talking to, I'm going to talk to my doctor tomorrow and just see like how she feels about it. Um, Justin does not want me going in and I honestly don't necessarily want to, but I I also don't want to be like (laughs) that person, you know, but I mean, you have a legitimate reason, you know, versus like, you know, everybody else that isn't pregnant that doesn't have a pre-existing condition or something. Yeah. Cause um, like, that's how Austin feels about, you know, a lot of things opening up around here too. Yeah. And, um, I talked to my doctor last week and he told me not to go back to the gym. So I'm not going to be going back to the gym until like probably fall. Yeah. That's so crazy to think here. about. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I'm trying not, to, I'm not stressing about it. So um yeah other than that just been being a big old sack of potatoes and <laughs> watching 
trash TV and eating like garbage and just yeah also to the point where this kid is like an alien inside of me um we the other day like where his like limbs are like you can just see oh you can see it i haven't seen mine yet it is so bizarre and i had justin come over or like come look at it the other day i've had him like feel him kick me and stuff Mm -hmm. can austin feel your kid he says he can i'm not sure he can so <laughs> yeah. i think like once he can actually see it it'll be a little bit more yeah. real but so. this one like the other day i was laying on my right side we were watching tv and i made justin pause the tv i was like come over here right this second and like lift my shirt up and then it's just like Boop. and i'm like i don't know what the fuck that is but it is some form of limb and his skin is trying to break out of my skin it was it's it's so He's trying bizarre. to bust up out of here yeah it's <laughs> like pedro god oh I, anyway but other than yeah so i've just been having really weird like alien like bodies trying to break out of my stomach but i mean it's kind of cool but it's also annoying as hell so yeah it probably <laughs> feels real weird <laughs> oh god well anyway um i don't know if you want to jump into tv we've been well, watching so yeah i mean like we said i feel like i think everybody knows listen to your heart is kind of a joke and like I feel like Chris Harrison is contractually obligated to like throw in that catchphrase, <laughs> listen to your heart at least three times an episode. Cause I hear him say it and I'm just like, oh. the bachelor presents listen to, listen your, to heart. your heart. <laughs> well, so like he sits them down. I'm going to just skip ahead to this week. So please do. That's fine. Basically we're left with Jamie and Ryan, Chris and Rudy, Julian Brandon, and then Sheridan and Savannah. Okay. And then there's, Oh, there's Brie and then Matt. So okay. okay. basically Chris sits them all down and he's just kind of like, it's getting serious. Like I, I mean, it's kind of like what he did in bachelor in paradise <laughs> Yes. or he's like, everybody that's left here, like needs to be in like a serious relationship or like you need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like, none of these people are serious about their no. relationship like except no. for maybe Bree and chris like yeah. what are you talking about these people are not going home because they want to promote their music like exactly. they're not here for love let's not don't get it twisted <laughs> so he decides to kind of do these like group assignments for dates and set people up that like otherwise wouldn't you know be together and just let them explore and see how solid they're the relationships are which some of them like they put him with other people and i'm like they're not going anywhere with the other person like right. they're just buddies like they put jamie and ryan together which okay i can kind of see that because i had a thing at the beginning yep um chris and Brody, which is silly because chris and brie are like, like are married, you kidding basically. me yeah they basically said i love you for the most part i know so what are you doing like this yeah. is a joke <laughs> and then of course they had to do julia and brandon of together I, because I mean, they're of course. the focal point of the relationship drama <laughs> So it's pretty much exactly what you'd think like with Ruby and Chris, like they probably, they just spend time chilling, just like talking about the relationships, which is yeah. kind of nice. I feel like it's probably kind of nice to just like have some time to like, yeah, you know, talk to another person and just kind of see how their things are going with them and just confide in them a little bit. Um, and they're just like really, really like respectful about it, except they kind of like kept creeping on the house and they're like, well, I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> I know like that's, that's weird, but okay. Cool. Yeah, I was just like, all right. And then uh, Jamie and Ryan do like a spa day. And at first, like, I didn't realize they were wearing robes. I was just, I thought <laughs> Ryan just had a very like feminine shirt on because it was like this deep V. <laughs> oh like, my, that's funny. <laughs> like, it's cute. So 
And then Brandon and Julia get to like write a song together with somebody named Joel Krause, who like I have no idea who Joel Krause is. Nobody, nobody, nobody outside of LA, I'm sure, knows who that is. But no. oh, not to mention before they went on this date, Julia pulled Sharon Sheridan aside and was like, "There is no way." That like she's like what you and I have is too strong. There's no way that this is gonna change anything for me. I'm like, bitch. I know. I'm like, you lie. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And so like while they're like writing this song about like it cuts back to Sheridan at the house and he's like writing a song about how he's like the good guy that always gets screwed over. (laughs) It's just like a little on the nose, but anyway. So. Rudy and Chris come back first, but they're like holding hands, which I thought was a little strange. Maybe but just a friendship. Hold- I don't know. I don't friendship hold I don't my hold guy hands. Hand. I wouldn't hold hands with Justin. Like, that, yeah, that's weird. weird. It's weird. Yeah. Real weird. So um, anyway, so Brandon, and then it comes back to Brandon and Julia's date and like they're singing together. I don't think their voices sound very good together. Oh. I think her voice sounded a lot better with Sheridan's, but that's just me. Maybe it's just because I don't like Brandon yep. or her. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then they start making out, of course. Of because course. Like, why this not? Is, this is so, where I'm meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be. Oh. So the next part you're going to have to help me with because I don't remember exactly. I like rewound it and watched it because I was just like, I feel like this is really disjointed. But basically what, what happens is like all the couples come back and Sheridan's waiting for, for Julia to come back mm-hmm. from her date with Brandon and he's kind of anxious. And so Julia does eventually come back and she's just like, Sheridan, can I talk to you for a second? (laughs) I'm like, you knew this was coming. Oh, for sure. So anyway, she basically tells him that she can't, she just can't do it anymore, but she like wants him to stick around and like fawn over her. And he was just kind of like, well, what do you want me to do? Like you just told me, you don't want to work this out between us anymore so i know i was like you can't like have your cake and eat it too it's like you wanted to tell him like and she starts like crying like this is so hard for her i'm like i know i saw that i was just like and he i mean he was like as nice i mean i guess quote unquote as nice as he could be he basically was like well all right see you later yeah gets up she's like why are you being so mean and i'm like are you kidding me like number one you played him (laughs) number one that's not mean that's what a normal person would do if someone that like you've been trying to date for so long and granted julia had told him prior and prior times like she was a little confused but before she went on this date she like reassured him so much and was like there's nothing that could happen here like clearly brandon had made his choice with someone else and like i'm with you like we sound so good together like i feel great with you and then you come back and you're like, I just, I can't do this. And it's like, you're wanting him to be like, it's okay. Don't worry. We're still going to be friends. We can like, everything's going to yeah. be totally fine. Like, what did you expect him to do? I so, know. Yeah. I know. That made me mad too. I was just like, oh gosh, why? He's why? So, so he's so, you know, he's very like gracious to everybody else and leaves the house. Yep. And so it's sad because Sheridan is literally the only person I liked on that show. Same. Same. literally the only one <laughs> i'm like uh i know god i mean who would have thought i would be rooting for like the hippie long-haired dude Same. but here, here we are here we are so god then we had the was it the conversation with brandon and savannah is that what was next mm-hmm. oh so that's where i was kind of confused because i couldn't really tell what brandon was trying to say that, it, i mean it culminated in her leaving but it basically this yeah i was confused too because he basically was trying to tell her like 
he's confused and like there's still feelings there with Julia, but he also still has feelings for her. And it's like, he still wanted her to stay around, but like, so that he could figure out which of the two he wanted to choose. And I'm like that. No, not that I'm a huge Savannah fan, but I'm like, that's, yeah, you can't that's- ask that of someone to sit here and wait for you to decide, go make out with someone else, sing with someone else and then try and decide like what they want to do with you. And she was basically like, I'm not going to be a choice. Like it's either me or her. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to stick around and wait for that. And he was like, I don't know why you're getting so worked up. And he, he kept calling her sweetie. And I was like, ew, Ugh, you were gross. so disgusting. He is so gross. You've known each other for four days. Like, it, he, like I don't know what it is, but he makes me gag every time I watch him on the me screen. Me too. And, and like, like, he was the one, like, whenever they had their bios, like, on the first episode, I was like, oh, cool. I kind of like him. Yeah. No, I don't like him at no. all. No. And he's like the oldest one in the house. He's like 35 years old, but he's he just gives me the, like, the, the creep vibes and just the way he talks to them he's like he tries to talk like not down to them but kind of he talks in soft tones he's like it's everything's gonna be okay sweetie I want that for you too I want you to be happy as well like slap him please and so yeah she leaves um which good she should leave yeah anyway that's that and so now yeah now they're recoupled now it's Brandon and Julia Julia so the new couple that's how they kept calling them the rest of the I was just like okay they're not I mean whatever whatever god so then they find out that they're going to perform at the Nova which is apparently like a big deal in LA I mean it's so funny that like on the show they keep like referring to like all these things that I guess like middle America is supposed to know about but I'm mm-hmm. like and literally the only people I know about this are people that live in LA yep. like, oh this is a famous jazz lounge or oh this is a famous venue I'm like fuck if I know like I've never been to LA I don't know maybe (laughs) you and I are idiots and we just don't know I don't know I've never heard of it or maybe it's just people in the music industry know it I don't know I mean I'm just I'm at a loss so anyway so they find out that they're gonna perform a duet with with their significant other or whatever yep and uh they get their songs and they're practicing so right before everybody's about to perform Natasha pulls Julia aside and basically tells her that Brandon Brandon said that he would have chosen Savannah after all had the conversation gone differently. Yep. Whatever that means. Uh, yeah. I think, think basically Natasha had asked him like if Savannah had decided after y'all's conversation she was going to stick around like kind of how he wanted to to have both girls there if he would have chosen Savannah and he said yes. So. Oh, ew, so gross. Disgusting. So gross. Yeah, but now i (laughs) maybe i think it's funny because i would prefer natasha over julia i thought it was hilarious (laughs) i'm like that's a shitty thing for natasha to have done and like i know it really pissed julia off but i don't like julia so it's kind of like i'll allow it i don't don't (laughs) if it was anybody else i'd be like man fuck her but like because it's julia i'm like no yes and so that made me that made me laugh so and this, yeah, I, I didn't realize when that conversation was happening, it was literally like 30 minutes before they're about to go on stage. So I know. And see. it was so funny because she tried to play it like, oh, well, I was just telling you and I wasn't sure like when the right time was. So <laughs> it was, I kept going back and forth. And I just couldn't keep it in anymore. Well, Julia's like the right time would have been like 
earlier today earlier <laughs> so, or like after I don't know so my performance after, wouldn't have sucked you know, yeah uh <laughs> not right before they're about to go on which yeah, I savage. totally agree with but I'm I'm okay with what it. I said what I'm like I don't care this is great um and the little bit of entertainment I'm getting from this show is know, the, like, like a, finally some some good drama yep. so yeah uh anyway so, of course, Julia then storms all the way over to Brandon and is just like, is this true? And he just kind of tries, he does the same, like, condescending, like, oh, no, sweetie, like, yeah. trying to, like, calm her down and brush off her insecurity. <laughs> so then Julia is just like, oh, well, Natasha's just being manipulative. Maybe this isn't right. And so. Of course. Like, okay. Okay. So, anyway, we get to the performances and Rudy and Matt do good. Yeah, they actually sound decent together i like them together even though they're she was crazy from day one whatever she has a really good voice and he has an he's a decent voice too i'm like okay i don't hate i don't hate your performance cool yeah whatever it's fine i don't remember what they sang but um meanwhile like the entire time backstage jamie is having yet another meltdown oh my god when is she not having a meltdown or crying when is she like you wanted to be a musician stop freaking the fuck out about performing in front of people i don't exactly I, I mean, most of the time performers like thrive on being in front of people. Yeah. I'm not that kind of person, but apparently like people that are like well-known performers, most of the time, like really get a high out of like being in front of a large group of people or and get them excited. You know, you're coming on a TV show to promote yourself. Like, yeah, have some confidence. Come on. So, I don't know. I get, I get very like Victoria F vibes from her. Cause that's totally how she was. She's just, like, True. Oh, I'm just so insecure. I'm just so insecure. Just always looking for reassurance from other people. Yep. Even though she doesn't really need it. She just, yep. Yes. So anyway, the judge was like trolling her dress a little bit. And it kind of <laughs> made me laugh. Cause she's just like, girl, wearing that dress was a confident choice. You need that confidence in your music. <laughs> when you're singing. I was like, Oh, oh okay. Oh. Wow. So I think that was that Tony Braxton. Who was that? Uh, yes, I okay. believe so. Yes. It was some like famous, like R and B singer from like the 2000s. I believe that. Yes. I felt that feels correct. Okay. But I, I could also be giving false information as well. I don't know. And then there was like some bachelor nation couple that I don't remember. uh, Rachel and and Brian. I know it was Rachel, but yeah, I was like, who's this dude? Her, her (laughs) hubs from, from the show. Oh, they're married. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know she got married. They got married like maybe six months ago or so. I don't know. It hasn't been super long, but anyway. Um, So yeah, their performance, they clearly, and she, they walk off and she just immediately starts sobbing. It's my yeah. fault. I suck. And then, like all the other performances are going, uh, performances are going on. They keep cutting back to like her, just like sobbing and like hanging on to Trevor. Hanging on to Trevor, and I'm like, oh my gosh, God. So anyway, it's uh, and then Chris and Brie get up there and just absolutely crush it. Like they're yeah. freaking amazing together. Like they don't have to try. Like they like yeah, exactly. clearly love each other, but they're both very talented. So it's yeah. like. It's a true like performance, Works. like it's entertaining. Yep. So yep. Then Brandon and Julia get up there, <laughs> and they are really, really, really trying to sell it, like yeah, so hard. Yeah. And like the judges were not buying it, nope, and I was like, just like, 
it's it was bad it was bad yeah everyone was picking up on the vibe like oh and then i don't remember what one of the judges said basically was like oh i'm glad that we got the clarification that you guys are like a a new new couple couple because i thought (laughs) you guys were in like some sort of fight or like something had happened because you were not vibing together (laughs) i was like that's so awkward. Like, <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. Oh, uh, um, I mean, to be fair, like, I feel like these people are basically thrown into these, like, pseudo. We're like, I'm going to call them pseudo because, I mean, outside of, like, Chris and Brie, I don't really feel like anybody's, like, super yep. into each other. They're kind of thrown into these relationships, like, with only, like, a couple weeks before they have these major performances. Yeah. So, I mean, you're probably going to be a little bit awkward. Yep. But... I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just part of being a performer is just being able to sell it. Like no matter yeah, what. Exactly. So anyway. Yeah. And then, who- so then, uh, Natasha and Ryan get up there <laughs> and for as much as I really don't like Natasha, I think she's a total diva. She, I mean, she yeah, has a killer voice. She, no, she's the best voice of all the people on the far. show. Like she's amazing. I know. And yes. I'm like, not, I mean, not that I'm like a huge fan of her or anything, but I was like, yeah, that, she if if any of them could have a career after this it could be her it just be because her. she's a good performer and mm-hmm. she has a great voice so yeah i mean good whatever girl good for you coming on yeah. the show stirring up some shit and then leaving with a career i guess i can applaud that <laughs> whatever she's working it yeah <laughs> she's in her 30s also i yeah. feel like so mm-hmm. i mean you know yeah. do you girl yeah so Anyway, of course Julia's pissed, so they keep <laughs> the camera keeps cutting over to Julia, and she's just like fuming. And yes, I'm just like ha, good. This is great. So yeah. Then after it's all said and done, Chris Harrison. It's so weird with him like calling the names at the rose ceremony. He's just like, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not used to it. I guess because I'm used to like Bachelor in Paradise or mm-hmm. Bachelor Bachelorette, where you know the contestants, yeah, the ones. So. Basically, Brie and Chris, of course, get a rose of because course. they're precious. Yeah. Um, Rudy and Matt. Okay. Yeah, which, okay. Natasha and Brian, obviously, uh, because course. she's yep. the best. And then it's between Jamie and Trevor and Julia and Brandon, and Jamie's having a meltdown. <laughs> and Julia and Brandon go home. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, Bye, bitch. <laughs> I know. And then she's like in the car. She's like, I should have never chosen him. I'm like, oh, no shit. No, she's like, I clearly made the wrong choice. Sheridan. Like, no, I'm, I'm glad that it went down the way it did because he, no, he does not need to be with that piece of garbage. So no, it's fine. I know Um, he's better, better off, but find some weird little hippie girl in Austin to hang out with. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But for, yeah, next week I'm like of the remaining four, I would predict, I mean, maybe something crazy happens, but of like just the performances, like Jamie and Trevor are gone. Like, let's just be real. I know. There goodbye. I know. Um, but we only have two episodes left, so I wonder if two couples go home next week. Ooh, I and bet you're right. We have because like a final be two. Like a, a showdown between like the yeah. last two. I don't know. Also, I'm wondering how all this is gonna work because I know the prize at the end of this is that you like you and your partner go, are going to go on tour together and play together and make a record together. I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work with everything going on right now. There are no concerts there. <laughs> I know all I can see happening is them like just pimping the hell out of them for the next like bachelorette season. Like the, I'm yeah. sure like on the, like one of the first dates, it'll be like, Oh, we're going to a concert. And it's like, Oh, oh it sounds so from listening to your heart. Ew. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Gross. That is for sure happening. Like it's, it's definitely happening. 
Oh, I roll. And they're going to have like 300 people that are all like hyped up and crazy yes. and like <laughs> just total oh. like Bachelor Nation nerds. A hundred percent. Oh, which speaking of just like Bachelor related stuff, did you see? So what they're doing this summer in replace of like Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise stuff that it's no. 10 for, I think it's starting in June. So sometime next month where there's 10 weeks of they're going to have Chris Harrison. He's going to be like in front of the bachelor mansion house as like the host, but it's basically, they're going back through like all, not every single prior season of the bachelor or bachelorette, but like highlighting like big moments from prior season. So from people like that hadn't seen Trista and Ryan's season from like back oh, in the wow. day, they're going to be, I don't, they're not going to be like replaying. I don't think like full episodes, but like big chunks of the season and kind of like giving a recap of the season. And so, Oh, like, that's cool. So like I'm definitely that, here for that. Yeah. So like That'll people that haven't seen or like started watching, say like maybe like two, two years ago that hear about all these old seasons can kind of get a feel. And I think they're going to be highlighting Juan Pablo's season, which, <gasps> which Claire was on so that people can get to know Claire that didn't watch. That's fair because I mean, like without her really having been in like a a recent season, people probably don't remember very much about her. So, yeah. But I was like, I'm actually excited for this because I would love to go back and see footage from when I was a freshman in high school watching Trista and Ryan. I haven't seen any of that since then. Like back to like original stuff. So hopefully they do it well, but I think it's like 10 weeks of, and so I don't know exactly how they're going to split it up. But anyways, I was like, "Ah, whatever. People are bored. Give me old content that I liked. I'll yeah, watch exactly. it. So back before everyone was an influencer on there. Yep. So I know that's been like a lot of like the discussion on like the bachelor forums that I'm a part of. It's just like how, how much the show and like, we, we've talked about this before, but it's just like how much the show has changed from what it used to be. Yes. And like, it's kind of sad because, you know, beforehand people are like, were really looking for love and they were in a point in their life where they really wanted to find somebody versus, Yep. Just looking for something to catapult them into the public eye. Yeah. Or didn't, they didn't, ha- social media was not a thing. So that's not something yeah. they could profit off of. It was just, a sh- I mean, nothing happened with like, like contestants that went, say maybe gotten like top 10 or top six back in 2005, 2006, 2007, you know, like I don't remember any of those people. Social media yeah. wasn't a thing. True. So yeah. anyways, I was like, well, good. I'll watch that. I will cool. too. <laughs> it's probably going to be better than this garbage we're watching right now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. God. Um, so other things. So Beverly Hills and in New York. <laughs> I don't know which I want to talk about first. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the the biggest one I can think of is is New York and just the the iconic episode that was on 2 weeks ago. But <laughs> I am totally here for Leah. I love Leah. <laughs> she is like breathing life into the the show because like uh, pretty much everyone that's on there is kind of not like an OG, but they're kind of like, I don't want to call them old, but they're no, kind of they are like, that's terrible. But like Ramona, I'm pretty sure Ramona is like 63 or 64. R- Ramona is definitely in her sixties. Yep. Like Luann is in her late fifties. I'm yep. pretty sure. Yeah. And then um, we got Dorinda who's in her late fifties. And then and- Sonia is in her fifties too, maybe more early fifties, yeah. but, um, and then Tinsley is like mid forties. I'm pretty sure. Or like, I, early I like 40s. Tinsley though. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then Leah, I think they said her age in this past week's episode. She's like, she's like not 30, that much older she's than like, us. Like, she's like 36 or 37. Yeah. So yeah, not too much older than us. So I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Well, and like she was talking, I guess they were talking about her tattoos at the table and like, <laughs> 
they're all like giving her shit for having tattoos. I'm like, well, I never sleep with a man with tattoos. I'm like, yeah, but you'll go sleep with Harry Dubin, who yeah, slept with like literally everybody in New York City. So oh. go on with your bad self. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> go off, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But the the episode of I mean, I know there are several of them in the Hamptons at Ramona's house, but this that episode where they just decided to get wasted at the house and. <laughs> And Ramona left and Ramona went to go hang out with other people and they just destroy her house. It's fantastic television. Oh my gosh. That was like the best episode I've seen of New York in a long, long time. It was so good because first of all, what the hell is Ramona doing? Like leaving her friends to go hang out with like her other like bougie Hamptons friends. I mean, like what a shitty thing to do. I don't know. Like, but she, I mean, she's known for doing that. That's Ramona, but but this is your own home. You are the hostess. She's hosting these people. (laughs) She's just like, bye, I need to go meet a soulmate. So I'm going to (laughs) go. hang out with boys it's always about she's like oh i have a date or oh yeah i gotta go meet boys i've gotta go i gotta go find someone that i can go on a date with i'm like nothing happens with any of these men what are you doing i know well okay. so then like sonia and tinsley and leah all start like doing like champagne pong or something to the effect and so oh, they're all wasted and then like Ramona has like one guy friend that's over there hanging out with them they <laughs> yes. basically start like bashing all men and he's just like I'm gonna go yeah okay <laughs> so, I think it's my time to leave yeah oh my gosh so then like one thing leads to another and Leah like takes off her clothes and jumps in the pool and then Tinsley jumps in the pool and then somehow they rope Sonia into jumping in the pool yep and <sighs> Leah gets like offended by the tiki torches like from the whole tiki torch thing in North Carolina like a couple years ago and like and Tinsley's like what's wrong with the tiki torches she's like you don't watch enough news (laughs) so cut to her like throwing the tiki torch like across the yard while she's like screaming like butt naked I was afraid they were gonna set something on fire like I was too I was like how is that that lawn not on fire maybe I don't know know. I don't know maybe it would be on fire if it was fake yeah but then like Sonia sees like Leah's tattoo that's like above her vagina and it's like wings (laughs) and she keeps talking about how she's like because it flies (laughs) she's just like so drunk oh my god like so wasted and then I know they go inside and I don't even remember what they were arguing about, about, but then like Dorinda or no, were they arguing about? So there was something with Sonia or Leah. I don't remember what they were arguing about, but they were just like screaming at each other in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Cause she's like, 1985 is over. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sonia can't let go of her like former life. Like she just cannot move past it. (sighs) She still feels like she's a Morgan and she's part of that like elite (laughs) sector of society yes and it's just kind of like you're, you're not, not. <laughs> so yeah they don't oh. want anything to do with you yeah so just like literally screaming at each other and then she runs into the bathroom leah runs in behind her like sonia's peeing leah's in there and they get up and like her pants are still down and like these poor cameramen you see them like in the mirror <laughs> reflection too i'm like can you imagine being this camera guy with just like this naked ass old lady like drunk not no- probably, she would probably hit on them too she was hitting on that like 30 year old dude at Ew, that yes that she- dinner party that one time. she's like we're gonna have sex tonight he's like no thank no, you no thank you i'm good <laughs> yeah oh god but then they all start like these ladies i i we say this i think every time i do not understand these like mature quote-unquote mature older wealthy should know better housewives yeah. 
oh my god like i don't even know if i, I was that ratchet in college their ass, like literally and figuratively on tv <laughs> so god just this of them waking up the next morning and just seeing the house holy shit yeah there is <laughs> Viv bottles in the pool, like tea torches thrown everywhere, broken wine glasses, like Ramona's losing her shit. Someone sees a vibrator in the plate with the chicken. What the fuck? Which I don't I don't remember how that even ended up there. I don't, I don't know. know. They Did really... they I don't even remember if they explained it or who's it whose it was. I don't know. Was... I think I remember there being like a clip. So I think they were like going through the next morning. And like showing the damage. And then I think once it cut to like the vibrator and the plate, they like cut back to like a memory from the night before where like or Sonia is like trying to like put it on Tinsley <laughs> oh, or Leah and or vice versa. It was something, it was some weird shit. So, <laughs> like, weird. This is uncomfortable. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's funny to me. And as I was watching it, like I understood where Ramona, <laughs> Ramona was pissed. Like I'd, like I would be pissed too, but granted she did leave she left Uh, she left and it's not like you know when you have a party you can't expect everyone they're like you can't expect people just to cut like clean up the night that they're all wasted like we'll wake up and help you clean and Ramona's just having like a panic attack she's like this is my house how dare you and then it it cuts back to the scene um where Dorinda's like this is like the pot calling the kettle black because remember when like they're in the Berkshires and she like ripped off like light fixtures in Dorinda's house and like it like broke off the sheet like, they, like the sheet fucked rock. up that room like yes. it was messed up yeah so Dorinda's like you ca- you can't use this argument of this is my house how can people act like this you did the same thing to my house like, I know what are you talking about Berkshire's is always crazy oh my god unbelievable so, so that was that was a fantastic episode I'm like that was a great episode <laughs> like I said that was probably one of my favorite not even just for like New York City that's like probably one of the better real housewives <laughs> episodes I've seen in a long time Ah, great TV. Great TV. Um, And then then we have Beverly Hills with, uh, so I guess, where was Kyle coming home from? Was she coming home from New York City for Fashion Week? Because they acted like she had been gone for a while. They they also made it seem like she'd been filming. Were they, are they filming or is there a new movie, like an updated, like, what was the movie she was in where she was like a little kid where she was, um, oh, with uh, which mountain? Maybe that's the one. There was there's some movie that I know that they're like, I don't know if they're redoing or she was acting. I could be totally making that up too. Oh, okay. But I think she'd been off filming something on top oh. of New York Fashion Week. Well, that makes sense because I was just kind of like, she was only gone for probably like a week, at yeah. least as far as I knew, but they made it sound like it was a long time. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she was off filming some something, I guess. Okay. But um, but yeah, nothing like major. I'm, I'm still, we're still waiting for the drama to build up. Like we're, we're getting there because we haven't had the complete breakdown of anything with Denise. Denise yet. and Aaron. Um, yeah. So the past like couple episodes have been semi tame, although we've had some little pockets of <laughs> pockets of drama here and there. Uh, yeah. Most of it Sutton. this past week. Yeah. Around Sutton, which my opinion of her, I don't know. I feel like she's a great addition to the show because she's on this high horse and she feels like she's queen because she's like the wealth. I don't know if she is the wealthiest of them all, but she's how she's that wealthy. I don't know what she does. I don't know either. Um, But she's the one that has to say everything she's wearing, what designer it is like one of those. I'm like, if you're that type of person, like 
ew. Ew. Like, yeah. ew. Um, okay, not being friends with you. But so. she also is from the South and doesn't exactly have a filter, which is also, I, whatever, kind great of TV. Perfect storm for a reality TV show, though. Yeah. So that's why I say yeah. she's a great addition because she's not going to be boring. <laughs> She's going to be controversial. Um, But a lot of it revolved around her and Teddy having some drama going on, (laughs) which tell me how you feel about this. So we're centric around Teddy and her accountability business, which what is it exactly that she's doing? It's like some workshop that she's doing where people are coming and they're working out or I don't know what. Yeah. So it's like a fitness retreat. The thing that she's promoting, like, or what she's talking about on the episode. So I mean, like she owns like both like a nutrition and fitness program like that she wrote. Okay. And then she has coaches that she employs for people that are a part of the program. So it's kind of okay. like a meetup for all the people that are in the program. In the program. Okay. From what I understand. Yeah. And from what I've gathered, I mean, this has grown for her. I mean, I know obviously a lot of it is for her being on, you know, Real Housewives. So yeah. Uh, but it grew from like basically nothing to she said that there's like 40,000 plus people that are involved yeah, in this now. Um, so I know this retreat for her was a big deal and she made it seem like, cause I know they did this kind of in prior, like a prior season where she had all the wives. I don't know if it was her house on the beach. Remember they all came and this is the one where Erica left her house because she oh, didn't yeah. want to bloody up her sheets with her period blood. It's gross. <laughs> it's kind of like, do um, not wear like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But from what I've gathered, like back then, like she really wanted everyone to come and like support and do this fitness stuff with her. And now her attitude has been like, come if you want. I really couldn't give two shits if you come or you don't come. Um, But if you come, don't bring any drama and actually like do the program. And if you're not going to be like that, don't come. Um, It's what I'm gathering of what kind of what her attitude is. That's basically what she's saying. She's like, I just, I'm going to have so much more to focus on. Like, I don't need, I'm not, requiring all of you to come if you want to come and support me and do the program and leave your drama at home great and if not like um, I have other things to do and I guess Sutton is wanting more of a welcoming vibe than that is where the drama is coming from yeah which I can understand where Teddy's coming from yeah but I guess it's not coming off in the best of ways because even like Lisa Renna said something to her kind of like you probably need to like be a little bit more welcoming, but yeah. Or just like act like you care if people are there. Yeah. Cause like, if you're putting it out there, like you don't care if people come, then it's almost like kind of insulting to even invite them in the first place. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. I'm like, if you're worried about them, like messing with like your, your career, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of weird about like different like sectors of my life clashing. Like I kind of like to keep my career separate from like my friend group and like, you know, different. So I feel like if you're worried about somebody from your friend group kind of embarrassing you, like then don't invite them. Like it's right. just easier and cleaner to keep that sector separate. of your life separate. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, you know, she's, that's probably part of her being on the show. She had to invite everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. But then Sutton basically called her out on it. They went to lunch. Who was at the lunch? It was Teddy. Was it Teddy? Teddy, Brenna and Sutton. And Sutton. I don't even remember how she phrased it, but she was just, basically called her out and it was like I I mean I would I know I'm coming and I would expect kind of more of excitement from you that I am coming or yeah and Teddy was like well I just I don't care I mean I don't really care <laughs> so it's like a Teddy coming like and being a little bit more uh assertive and not like the little 
not that she was ever a pushover, but you know what I mean? Like in pro- yeah, like she's earlier tried, She's a people pleaser for yeah. like, I think she still kind of is. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like what is working against her in this situation. Cause I think she's trying to still be a people pleaser. She's trying to, and like they, they even alluded to this in the episode, like trying, she's trying to act like she's chill about like people coming and she doesn't want them to feel obligated or whatever, but it's like, I mean, if you really want us to be there, like we'll be there, but right. you need to say you need so. To tell us. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. Um, so that rubbed Teddy the wrong way at that lunch. And then they had, so that then it was Kyle's like coming home party. I guess they were all at together. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> so basically, I think Kyle overheard Sutton saying to someone, like, Teddy doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> and so Teddy's like, I never said that. Like she was just, poking at me a little bit and then they decide to play that game all around the table was this lisa renna's idea where it's like yes gonna, it was the person next to you you're gonna say your first opinion of them and then what you think of them now I'm like this is nothing but dangerous nothing oh but dangerous gosh. um where i don't even remember what everyone said about each other but it was all like relatively nice stuff i know and Sutton was like making fun of it she's like well when i first met you i thought you were really pretty and now i know you are really pretty <laughs> so it's just like pretty I much mean, pretty yeah. much what it was yeah. yeah pretty much um so then of course of course teddy and Sutton are sitting next to each other why wouldn't they be um but we have so it's Sutton's turn to give her a pin- first opinion of teddy and what she thinks of her now and Miss No Filter out here says, well, when I first met you, I thought, oh, God, this chick's going to be really boring. And then to find <laughs> out that she's pregnant. Oh, sweet Lord. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, she's like, but then I don't remember what she said. But then I got to know you. I don't even remember what her now opinion is of Teddy. Are you, I, don't, like, I all- think she just she came at it from like a standpoint of like she respects her. Like, OK, she doesn't think she's as boring as she came off. And yeah. she like has there's more to, than meets the eye. OK, so <laughs> then we just get there for Teddy. And I, we, we you and me both can understand what's going on with her, given that she is pregnant. Um, hormones just get the best of you sometimes. Um, <laughs> she, and then everyone keeps being like, oh, Teddy, it's OK. Like and then when someone keeps telling you it's OK, like, don't cry. Yeah. The more you're going to cry. Oh, yeah. Like. That's how this works. And she, so she gets up and leaves the table and is crying. <laughs> um, and Sutton's like, what? I thought we were supposed to be honest. Oh, we were being honest. <laughs> I know. And later on, Kyle's like, well, if that was your truth, then. I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but then we kind of get to the root of it of Teddy was like, it's not the, you said I was boring part, whatever. That's fine. But it's the fact that you said like when you learned I was pregnant and were like rolled your eyes. We're like, Oh good God. Um, yeah. Which I can get. I'm like, if someone said that to me, when I found out you were pregnant, I would I'm be like, irritated too. Like, be like, what the, what's your problem? Like, like, why are you being shitty to me for being pregnant? Yeah. So. But I guess it, they all worked it out. Okay. Or they're still not at on good terms, but they were like civil after that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that was just awkward. It was also kind of funny. It was kind of funny. The best part about this whole dinner for me was Mauricio and Aaron, like Aaron talking about like (laughs) nuclear fusion or fission and like Mauricio, like just high out of his mind, like total in total agreement with whatever he was (laughs) saying. And everyone's like, 
what the fuck is he talking about? Like, none of it makes sense. And like, he tells Denise, he's just like, oh, well, you, you can talk about this stuff, but I can't because I have people that are following me. I was just like, nobody cares about you, bro. (laughs) But then, yeah, Denise kept being like, like, you can't, can't say much because we have people that are following us. And then they pan to, I guess, a scene of them in a car driving. They're like, oh, there's that weird car again. There's that weird car again. I was just like, I don't, I had no clue what the hell he was talking about. Nobody else did. They were all like, uh-huh. None of it made sense. But this came up because Kyle, because I think Kyle was like, tell the group like what you do. And that's when he was like, okay. <laughs> this I, I still have no idea. I have no clue. No um, clue. He's also, a holistic healer of sorts. Yeah. So. But also what was funny is speaking of hi Mauricio, is he looks at Denise and says, hey, are you going to eat your salmon? And she was like, no. And he's like, okay, thanks. It just takes her salmon. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he probably he paid for it, so I, I get yeah. it. <laughs> but damn, all right, got got some munchies going on. He's it's that's so funny. I, I missed that. Yeah. Oh my god. Ate his food that's... and reached over and took Denise's whole salmon okay, off thanks. her plate. Thanks. You gonna eat that? No. All right. Thank you. Mauricio. Yes, Mauricio. Oh, so man. funny. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I anticipate maybe within maybe not this. Wait, it comes on ten. What is today? Tonight, I yeah. think. Um, I bet we have at least this episode and maybe one more before we start getting into some Denise weird stuff with drama. Denise. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm ready for it to come. <laughs> I'm too. I know. I keep watching. I'm like, it's, it's almost like Colton jumping the fence. It's like, is it going to happen this week? Happen? Like, <laughs> I know. Ugh, I can't wait. Um, oh, one other show I wanted to ask you if you've watched just it came out dropped on netflix this is not reality tv related at all have you watched or do you plan on watching that show called never have i ever i don't have you heard of it i haven't no okay it um it's a show that mindy kaling she uh created and produced and whatnot and i i love mindy kaling um i mean i loved her on the office i just rewatched the mindy project um just love everything that she does and so she made this show and it's <laughs> about it's one of those i was going in like okay it is based on kids in high school like they're sophomores in high school and, and like obviously we're way older than that to be watching a 15 year old on tv um <laughs> you watch pen 15 and pen 15 was the shit so that's true that's true um but no it's so i recommend it's it's eight or 10 episodes and they're like 30 minutes a piece um so it's a super quick watch but it's it's so funny very relatable and also like tugs at your heartstrings and like i cried at the last episode like it's one of those like like i said i don't know it's it's funny but can be sad relatable type shows so i would recommend it it was one of those it it's those shows that they pop up now on netflix that are like trending number one in the u.s Mm -hmm. or whatever it is and so i was like okay sure why not and it was i watched it in two days (laughs) oh wow yeah i will definitely give that a watch then that sounds fun um Other than that, oh my God, we're already at almost an hour. <laughs> we had a whole we other- had a whole other topic we were going to talk to you guys about, but clearly things just kind of took on a life of their own today, and we just kind of stayed on the reality TV subject. So, well, we'll save that for another time, then, guys. We'll, we, we won't we won't spoil it now. You don't want to listen to us for a whole other hour to talk about anything else. So, <laughs> I guess we can go ahead and just wrap up, unless there's anything else you yeah. want to talk about. No. no, I know I'm I'm hungry, so I'm gonna want to go devour some Same. food here soon. So we're I'm already thinking about dinner. We're... I've been thinking about dinner for the last couple hours, and I ate lunch at two, so it's not even like it's been that much time. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got we're feeding ourselves, and Justin keeps saying I'm, we're feeding for two, and I'm like I don't really know that that's how that works, 
but I know some people tell me they're like you're eating for two and I'm like no 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 don't say that because that's how people end up (laughs) obese after they're pregnant so exactly oh god okay well just reminding everyone we are on social media twitter and instagram at pg podcast and our phone number is 972-885-9361 and we will be back next week bye bye